What's up everybody and welcome to B2B Made Simple. If you're passionate about marketing, you're in the right place. Whether you're doing marketing for a brand new startup or a $100 million enterprise, you'll learn strategies that'll help you build a solid team, impact your pipeline, and look like an absolute rock star to upper management. Why? Because these guys are the pros. They're not pretending to know the industry, they're in the trenches on a daily basis. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the co-founder of One Click Agency. We build websites for B2B companies, and I'm also the co-host of this podcast. If your goal is to become the marketer everyone else looks up to, keep listening. With me today, I have Tracy Montour, uh, the director of marketing at Arbyte up in Buffalo, New York. And it's not very often I get to talk to fellow upstaters. Um, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk about B2B marketing with you. Yeah. Um, so one of the things we're going to be talking about today is how to implement content marketing um, as a strategy and how you can do it well. Uh, but why don't you start off by just sharing with us uh, shortly what Arbyte is and what you guys have going on. Yeah, so at Arbyte, we create um, communications software for debt collection agencies and other businesses. So um, we help businesses and agencies communicate efficiently and effectively with their consumers. Um, and yeah, we're in Buffalo, New York, and I'm just really excited about, you know, sharing some of the lessons I've learned. Very cool. Um, so let's, let's jump right in. So something we need to know off the bat is content marketing does not equal thought leadership. Why is that true? Yeah, I think a lot of, um, people and, and, managers and businesses, when they implement a content marketing strategy, they think that content marketing is the strategy, but in all actuality, the content marketing um, is a tactic and you need an overall like brand point of view and marketing strategy and, and strategic plan to make the content marketing effective and help you reach your goals. Um, and so I, I think, uh, you know, I see a lot of businesses, uh, employing a content marketing plan and it's really kind of missing the mark and not providing value. Mm -hmm. How would you define uh, contact marketing in your own words? Yeah, I think that content marketing is all about exactly what it, you know, it says providing content um, mm -hmm. to your audience that that's relevant, provides value and also supports um, your objectives at objectives as a company. Why don't you tell us how we can start uh, developing a point of view for our brand? Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you're lucky enough to work for a company that has a really strong point of view um, or a mission that they're looking to accomplish, which, which makes it very easy to adapt the point of view. But if you've worked at startups like me, um, sometimes that's not the case. And it's something that you have to develop on, on your own. Um, is in terms of a point of view, it can seem somewhat intimidating for, um, you know, as, a brand to take a stance on something because you may feel like you're alienating um, people in your market or um, that people may not agree with you or that, you know, you, you don't really have a voice or you shouldn't have a voice, but I definitely disagree. I think it's really important to take a strong stance and it doesn't have to be something controversial. You just have to think about what do, does your company uh, think about your industry that your competitors do not. Um, so at Arbyte, for example, we're really focused internally on our people. Um, you know, we 
And this is something that we're doing right now is developing our point of voice or <laughs> uh, point of view for um, 2021. And because we're, we're shifting gears a little bit with a new product, but we're really focused on our people and we want to extend that into how we communicate with our consumers in our industry, because the industries we serve typically aren't people focused. And we think that they can benefit from being um, more focused on their employees and, and that contributing to their growth, not only the technology and whatever other tools they use to achieve success. So, I mean, I would just really sit down um, with your leadership team and and really understand like what is the strategic priorities for your company um, and, you know, how can you create a narrative that really supports that and um, helps to accomplish your marketing goals, but also establishes you, differentiates you, um, and really provides some context. Because something that um, I found in different businesses that I've worked at, whether it's consulting or working for a company, is people with, without a point of view, people within the company are afraid to kind of uh, whether it's posting on their LinkedIn channel or writing a blog or anything like that, they're afraid to kind of use their voice because they don't know what they're saying is right or wrong. And when you have that point of view, you can um, coach people in the company and let them know, like, you know, you work for this company and you you most likely agree with this point of view. Um, you know, let's use that and, and develop your own perspective on the matter and, and really use that as a catalyst for um, thought leadership. So when it comes to identifying that point of view, um, and you can tell me if this is an example of, of what you, um, Drift has like pushed the campaign the M2L's dead, whether you agree with it or not, or whoever's listening, not really a point, but they have pushed that and it's something they stand on. It's kind of revolving around their, their brand. What you mean? Definitely. And that's a great example. I think, you know, as marketers, we've all seen their ads on LinkedIn. I get them every day on Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, yeah. And I think that's a great example of something that's not really controversial, but it is provocative. It makes you think, it makes you click on it and, and you kind of understand who Drift is just by reading it. So whether you agree with it or not, um, it helps you understand who they are and what services they're trying to provide um, to help you out. Mm -hmm. Off the top of your head, do you have other examples of either your company, um, Arbyte, taking 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 a stand um, on on a specific topic, or even some other ones that you're out there in content marketing? Yeah, so um, you know, like I said, at Arbyte, we're just developing ours um, formally now, so that's a process that we're going through. Um, so that's why I'm able to kind of share all these lessons that I've learned off of, you know, why content marketing is not thought leadership. Um, but there's so many great examples out there. Um, I think Drift is definitely the first one that comes to mind. Um, HubSpot, um, there's, you know, pretty much any like MarTech company has nailed it. Um, and I think that it's not something, and, and from, you know, what I've always thought is like, oh, those companies are huge brands. Like they can, have a point of view and they can have a voice and they can be a thought leader, but you don't need to be, um, you know, our bite, we're only 30 people. So, um, we've kind of had this, you know, insecurity that we, maybe we aren't thought leaders, but we can be, um, in our own way. So, and I think that, you know, all great companies are thought leaders. So mm -hmm. you don't feel like, you know, just because all these MarTech companies, <laughs> um, all these great, large brands have a point of view. Um, you know, it's, 
and don't think it's industry specific either. I mean, even in B2C, you need a point of view. Um, I've been seeing these ads lately for Old Navy and they're very um, progressive and inclusive and, and diverse. And you can just tell their point of view um, rather than other brands, which maybe aren't addressing some of the uh, more you know social, ju social justice issues that are top of mind um, for consumers today. Mm -hmm. And I think there's such a stigma uh, around like, oh, becoming the thought leader or you're posting, you're becoming a thought leader. I think honestly, what it boils down to is the self-proclaimed thought leaders in content marketing. And if, if your goal in content marketing is to become a thought leader, I think it should, and that is perfectly fine. But the moment that you start telling people that your company is a thought leader in X space, that's when it's like, oh, come on, like, really, yeah. <laughs> really, really, honestly, when people around you start saying stuff like that, that's when you know you've hit the nail on the head. A common problem we see in the B2B industry is companies maxing out their marketing teams because they attempt to handle their website in-house. We see this all the time. From redesigns to regular maintenance, we know it's easy for your team to drown in the amount of work it takes to keep a website updated, secure, and current with the times. And let's face it, working on a website isn't that fun. The worst part, hiring a full-time developer to handle that workload can cost over $100,000 a year. Here at OneClick Agency, we build websites for B2B companies for just a fraction of that cost. Whether your website is five pages or 355 pages, our US-based team of designers and developers can handle your website project with ease. If your team is totally capped and needs help with website maintenance or even a full redesign, visit OneClickAgency.com to get a quote today. Visit OneClickAgency.com so your marketing team can get back to doing what they love. OneClickAgency.com. Yeah, something that I see, and thankfully a lot less lately, but you know, over the years has been B2B companies pushing out content mainly for SEO purposes or um, just because it, it's like a, they're ticking a box. They feel like that's something they have to do is push out blog posts, things like that. And if you're not providing value, you're just wasting a consumer touch point. So if you're putting all of that effort into creating a blog and is ranking and you're getting traffic and then that's it, that's the end of the story. Um, then that's really a waste of time, waste of money, um, a waste of energy. And I don't think there's, you know, any opportunity. I mean, there's no, there's a very small margin of error or margin for wasted time um, in marketing. So you have to capture that attention. And once you have it, you have to make it count because otherwise, um, you know, what was the point of it? Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot of B2B companies, B2B marketers are probably doing a lot of content marketing already. Um, what would be your number one tip to improve what they have going on um, or what they're already doing? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, if you don't have a formal like point of view for your company or, or if you don't have a strong stance, I would just say, make sure, you know, you're, you're not only providing the content that people are searching for, hmm. but giving people some actionable strategies or providing value to them through a resource. Um, I don't know how many times I've like Googled templates um, or, you know, best practices for, for things within a marketing strategy. And I just get like a summary blog post with no real actionable information, or you have to enter your email to download something, you know, just, just provide value um, as much as you can. And do, even if it's a small amount, you'll see, you know, a big return on, on the 
time that you've invested in it. Um, I don't, I'm of the belief where, you know, you don't have to have everything be gated. You can just provide value and people will remember that um, because, uh, you know, I'm sure we all know the metrics on our marketing nurture campaigns and conversions to marketing qualified leads. I'm sure across the board, they're, they're not extremely high. And I think that providing the value to people can be more important um, upfront and building that relationship. Um, but yeah, but just start, start small. If you don't have like a lot of time or a lot of um, resources in terms of like people on your team, um, you can start by taking some of the content you have now and just making sure it's actionable and, and it caters to what, you know, what your target audience cares about. We spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. So myself uh, for our company, and that's where we post pretty much all of our content marketing. Um, is that, do you agree with that? Or is there another place that you're like, oh my gosh, if you're not doing this, then start. Well, of course, this is classic answer, but, and that everybody hates this answer, but it really depends on your audience. <laughs> um, so at Arbyte, we use LinkedIn a lot and we do use YouTube a lot, but we try out different channels all the time to see if they'll work, if our target audience uses them. Something I'll also notice, um, you're, you may survey your target audience or ask your customers like where they spend their time, but people always behave differently than they say they will. So people might be like, yeah, I'm on LinkedIn all the time. I'm on, you know, I'm constantly on there for work, but that doesn't mean that's where they're consuming content. It might actually be Medium or it might be YouTube. So I would say, you know, do a little bit of research, but also track the behavioral data and see what works for you. Um, For me, I use LinkedIn personally to build relationships and meet new people like you, Sam, that's how we met. Um, And we use it for our company, but as well, but they work differently. So I, you know, of course it depends. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's, that's fair. Um, Honestly, I see a lot of companies giving up on content marketing, maybe before they see success and they would never know that. And I guess I wouldn't know that, but it could be right around the corner. Why do you think so many actually give up um, halfway into the game? Yeah, I think that, you know, all these gurus out there, they make it seem like content marketing is like this quick success story. Um, You just have to do X, Y, and Z on this checklist and you'll be all good to go and you'll start getting inbound leads. But it's extremely hard and anybody who knows or does any inbound marketing or content marketing knows how hard it is. And I think that's why people give up. They invest X amount of hours. They don't see a return on investment and they give up. Um, at Arbyte, we've been doing YouTube videos for over two years. And at first we weren't, we barely had any subscribers. We had maybe 20 views on each of our videos, but we kept up with it. We're constantly putting out videos and we just made a breakthrough after about a year and a half or probably more of making videos. And now we're constantly getting new subscribers, tons of views, things like that on our channels. And it's, it's very discouraging at times. Um, and you do want to give up and just do something that's a quick success, like maybe an outbound calling campaign or something like Mm -hmm. that, that we kind of are more familiar with in B2B and the sales team likes and, you know, your manager likes because it's quick results. But yeah, I think definitely persistence is key and, and, and marketing, you know, we fail all the time. So it's just about being okay with things, not being an overnight success. Mm -hmm. If you had to do one for five years straight and then just cut it off, I think I know your answer. What do you think 
um, would have better results in the long run, inbound, so content marketing, or outbound? Do you have an idea there? I think, you know, it's not either or. Ideally, it would be a mix of both. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I think that they always need each other and I would rely more on the inbound marketing. So mm -hmm. something I always try to encourage um, is having the sales reps or um, anybody within the company actually have kind of a content marketing strategy for themselves, whether it be just LinkedIn posts or YouTube videos or starting their own podcast or things like that. Because I think that helps build the sales wrap up as a thought leader. Um, and so people may have, you know, already had 10 touch points with the person. Then when they call, they recognize who they are. Um, but that being said, I think, you know, content marketing is more sustainable. And once you've invested in it, it's, you know, exponential growth <laughs> um, and, and you're kind of seeing in results improve over time. Whereas with outbound, it's like you're starting over again every time. Mm -hmm. um, but I do think there's value in both. Tracy, it's it's been really good having you here. Um, I'm a big fan of content marketing. It's, I would say 90% of what we do um, and it, it's worked great for us. So can you just close this out by sharing where we can find out more about you online? Can we follow you on LinkedIn somewhere? Yeah, the best thing, um, honestly, is follow me on LinkedIn. Um, just my name, Tracy Montour, and I'm always on, always on there. So you can send me a DM, and I will answer. Tracy, thank you so much for joining me. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Hey, everybody! Before you go, thanks a ton for listening to the podcast. We would love it if you dropped us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It'll only take you about four seconds. Last thing, if you're in marketing or you simply love it and want to learn more, subscribe to our email list today. You'll get weekly podcast updates as well as a solid marketing tip delivered right to your inbox. So if you want that tip sent to you every single week, subscribe today at oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast. That's oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast and you'll get marketing advice that you can apply to your company right away. oneclickagency.com forward slash podcast.